I'm Deva Flowers. And I'm Chief Bob Vasquez. Welcome to Creating Leaders of Character. Our purpose in creating this podcast is to help you empower yourself as a leader. Specifically as a leader of character. Deva and I come from two very different times. You might consider me an old school kind of leader. And I'm what might be considered an emerging leader. As different as our perspectives may be, we both agree that leading with character is important these days. Actually, it's always been important. Now, it may even be critical. Throughout this podcast, we'll share our perspectives, not to convince you to think like either of us, but to help you develop your own perspectives and apply them to make you a better leader. A leader of character. This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight. Hello, Ms. Deva. I hope you had a good week. I hope you're st- are you still at school? Are you still studying? Or well, yes. wait a minute. Those are two different <laughs> things, right? Oh yeah, sleeping in class maybe, but no, I'm not doing <laughs> that. Uh, no, things are great. I am still studying. What about you? Are you still uh, eating bonbons, sleeping yeah, around? Doing yeah, nothing? hanging out, getting fat and old and ugly. And, uh, <laughs> well, you know, when, when you're ruggedly, ruggedly handsome, ugly. you just and I, I tell you what, being ruggedly handsome sucks. I mean, it really does because this is not a natural process. I'm uh-huh. in the gym an hour and a half, six days a week, uh, just to maintain this. You know, and it's not it's not easy. It gets harder every year. You know, you'll understand. Right. Give it about 50 years and, and then you'll say, wow, the chief was right. But um, but yeah, I, I love bonbons. I, I was with my mom <laughs> uh, a couple of weeks ago for for a week and um, I'll blame her for a lot of stuff. But she, she I'm not a coffee drinker as such, but she okay. is. And uh, our, our normal routine is that I, whenever she gets up. Uh, I'll, I'll fix her a coffee and a bun, a honey bun. I don't know, the, but it's a little mini honey a little bun. package it's, honey yeah, bun. Yeah, it's not a huge one, so thank goodness. And um, so when I'm with her, I end up doing the same thing. I have one with coffee, and I'm not a coffee drinker, but I drink coffee because she does, because I fix her hers, and we have a honey bun and all that. So it's a little bit, bit of a temptation. A it is, it is. And then I got to <laughs> come back and, and work it off, you know, get back on that treadmill and go five, six miles uh, for a mile, and, uh, an hour and a half. So, um, it sucks, man, maintaining this uh, this uh, figure, this girlish figure. But, but I do what I can, and um, I hope I can do it. You, and the worst thing is that it hurts. You, you'll understand it. Running, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I just listened to David Goggins on a podcast talking about how messed up his knees actually are. Everybody yeah. talks about how how hard of a worker he is and how uh, you know ultra athletic and all the things, but they, I saw a, a scan of his actual knee and I, I would not like to see a picture yeah. of yours, sir. I'm sure it's horrible and I don't need that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> good, good on you for doing it. Well, um, they say the first thing that goes the knees and, uh, that went a long, long time ago, but, uh, yeah, anyway, we're back <laughs> to uh, this, uh, we were talking about values last week uh-huh. and uh, we just started talking about, I think if I remember right, we were talking about what the, what does it mean? And we agreed, or at least I told you that you agreed with me that uh, it, it, it's just basically what's important. Yeah. Now, now in, in, uh, as I mentioned last week in the, uh, the seminar, this workshop that I do on values, I, um, I, I get people, the audience into what's most important that's a little bit different than the, just what's important. So, um, so anyway, we you had a week to think about the, at least what's right. important or, or the, the the term itself. Maybe some of what your values are. Did you did you even consider what your values are? 
Yeah, well, I I had this sentence rolling around in my head from the last time we talked about you saying the most important thing to you at one point would be to go use the restroom. And, yeah. <laughs> and the most important thing to me right now is to talk to you, but in a minute, it's going to be taking a glass of water and uh, <laughs> drinking that. And and so I, I started thinking about the circumstances in which we create those values and, and when those were. And um, I was led back again. Um, and I promise I will use another source sometime soon, but I was, I was led back to Aristotle. Uh, he has this conversation. And I think this is a really good framework for talking about what these values are, because this conversation was that everything we do has to be to some end, right? Because if it's not to an end, then I guess that means that life is just valueless. And we don't want to believe that. So we're just going to ignore that for a minute and, and think, okay, well, if life does have value, then what's the purpose of sleeping, for example? And and somebody might say it's to get more energy, right? Yeah. And um, what's the purpose of eating? I guess that's energy too. And what's the purpose of energy? Well, it's it's to further survival. It's, con- it's to just to continue to survive. And then, uh, and there's so many different ways you can go with this. But after survival, it's like, well, what's the point of surviving? And that I think is <laughs> where we're at, where we yeah. say, what kinds of things do you value? Why why do you take life seriously if you do? And I'm that's the starting point that we talked about last time is I think you should take life seriously and really consider what those values are. Um, so yeah, what do you think is is a uh, happiness? Maybe is that one reason we survive? Is that an example? Well, you know, it's like, how do you define happiness? Well, and I guess there, you can Google it and come up with some kind of a definition. But, but, but happiness, uh, I, I see it as an emotion of some sort, where mm-hmm. uh, you can, because you can choose that. You know, you, you can. Uh, I've seen pictures, and uh, it's heartbreaking sometimes. I've seen pictures of little kids in a tub in a place, you know, some third or fourth world country, and uh, they got nothing but that little tub, and and they're happy. You know, and, and little kids yeah. know how to be happy with nothing. You know, I, it's funny, almost not quite. But I remember when I, I do remember when I was young, the best gift I ever got was a, a cardboard box. Wow. Because you could, I could use my imagination and ma- I'd, I'd make it into all kinds of things, you know, a, a fort, uh, a, 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 a cell, a car. It could be a lot of different things, you know, and it, I, I don't know what the value of it as far as monetary value was, but probably nothing and and something came in it that was supposedly more valuable but no man that that box <laughs> don't was even great. remember yeah i don't even remember that the box was great and uh, and nowadays and you know what nothing's changed because uh, you can give kids a box and they'll go nuts with it and you can give them mm-hmm. toys you know in nintendos or whatever it is uh nowadays and uh, okay i do that at home i don't really care but give me the box let's let's play with the box you know yeah. a fort i don't know if you ever played fort uh, where you'd still want to play with a fort yeah to get the you know, <laughs> sheets or something, and they'll put them over the bed, and all you know, all kinds of stuff. Uh, but and what I what when we do that, I think what happens is that we're happy because we're being creative. Somehow, intrinsically, we have this uh, this need to be creative, and that makes us happy. So, you know, yeah. I, I don't know that that's the really philosophically philosophically the best way to put it but i think you know happiness is kind of ambiguous you, you, you never know and i think like so many things it's momentous moment momentary momentary yes and momentous but uh, it happens for a moment and then it goes away and then you're not and then you are and then you're not and it, you know it goes back and forth mm-hmm. so i guess uh, it's unreliable to, yeah if you're if you're going to be considered a happy person i guess you have more more happy moments 
And, and that would be 12. If you have 12 happy moments in a day, you're a happy person. I just made that up. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, I'm going to have to find the statistic before we tell our audience that. Uh, statistics are made to lie. We'll make, our, we'll make our own statistic yeah, of it. And yeah. I did look it up for you. So if we were to ask Google this very particular question, it would say happiness in the context of mental or emotional states is a positive or pleasant array of emotions ranging from contentment to intense joy. And it says some other things. But, but you're right. I think... Well, maybe we can say um, that happiness is can't be the end of the value because if all you valued is happiness, then maybe you can kick somebody down on the road and take their new wallet that they just got because you like it. And yeah. it was <laughs> well, and, and again, it's just so ambiguous. Even the definition is ambiguous, and and that's okay. You know, there's some things that yeah. shouldn't be defined. Uh, we, I think, we can describe them better in the military. And I, I know you've heard this word, uh, morale. That, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and especially as a leader, you want to uh, help your followers maintain good morale. Well, what does that mean? Usually we think about it as be the, the followers being happy, whatever mm -hmm. that means. Well, uh, having served a couple of years, a lot of people decide not to be happy, no matter what you give them. You can bring them everything, food, donuts, cookies, whatever, and they're not going to be happy no matter what. But I think... Here's a good example, I think. Here's my story about morale. I used to go to Bosnia when I was in Europe. I was stationed in Europe. And Bosnia, we had a war going on at, at the time. And I, I enjoyed going there for many reasons. But every time I went, and it was probably three, four, maybe five, six times a, a year, I did this every time. I'd go to the gate of Eagle Base. That's the name of the base where uh, we were. We, there were. I was in the Air Force, so we had uh, maybe 100 airmen and then several thousand army. Uh, soldiers uh, defending whatever we were defending. So I'd get in over to Eagle Base and stand at the, the main gate as they, the, the soldiers would get in these uh, vehicles, these manned vehicles with turrets on them and guns on them uh, and placed on there. And all you could see, because they fought, wore what you called, we called the full battle rattle armor, and all you could see mm -hmm. their eyes through the, their goggles. So you could see their eyes. And, and I would look at them, as on, look at their eyes as they were leaving out to go patrol. And I'm going to say there was a look, I'll, I'll say at least of trepidation, you know, of concern, of maybe a fear, because they didn't know whether they were coming back or not. They were going to go out, patrol, do what they, what soldiers do, and hope that they'd come back safe and sound. And as that vehicle left, another vehicle returned. Mm. And the look on that face was uh, uh, relief. I made it. I got. Mm -hmm. I did my job. I did you know whatever that was, and I got back, and I'm safe and sound. And to me, that was morale, Deva, because they did it. Yeah. Every day they did it. It wasn't you know they didn't they weren't jubilant. Hey, I want to go. It's my turn. I want to go. I want to go. Maybe there was. I you know, there's some crazy people out there that do that. But <laughs> uh, but I think you know. That's morale, that we have a, a duty, we have a responsibility, we have a purpose, and we're willing to do it, and we feel good about it. Uh, again, I don't know that the, we, we would consider that happy. Uh, in the end, when you come back from being there for six months or whatever, you are happy that you're back because you're not having to deal with that anymore. But, um, but there's value in it, huge value, because we as warriors have taken an oath to do that. 
to support the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, uh, uh, foreign and domestic, and and our allies really, because that's that's what it amounts to. So we go do, and we, I mean, we put our life on the line every day so that we can live up to that uh, that oath. And and again, that doesn't necessarily make us uh, happy, but it but we value that, and mm -hmm. we value each other who have done it. You know, it, uh, get a get around a bunch of vets. It's the funniest thing because they'll talk smack about each other like you wouldn't believe, and you'd be, you'll be surprised. Trust me. But nonetheless, in the end, hmm. we all realized that no, we did this together. We fought for each other's lives so that we could all survive, so that the country could be protected, and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, so that that kind of goes a little bit uh, becomes a little bit philosophical. But that's what's important to us. Mm -hmm. What's important to you right now in uh, a school, I guess. I mean, because you're doing it right. I hope you're doing yeah. it well. Uh, yeah. uh, when we're done here, I need to talk to you. One of the professors called me and we need to talk. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, if I didn't value school, then I wouldn't be doing well at it. And I think I'd pay attention to that pretty quickly. Um, and I, I really enjoyed your story. And something that we can take from that is uh, you and maybe your buddies would value, let's put some words to it, courageous behavior, patriotism, um, serving others, and doing something bigger than yourself. Um, and those, I think, societally are all very appropriate values that most people will think are good, um, which is good. Um, and so those, those, those are really great values, but I can't tell you why necessarily. I, all I can tell you is that I think they're good and society supports me. Um, but it is important to kind of question and say, well, how do we know what values are good and what values, uh, might not be suitable to not just yourself, but your community, um, and it are, is what we're trying to do serve ourselves and our community. It, it goes so, so deep. Um, and I just wanted to say too, it was funny because we, we termed that happiness was ambiguous. And if you were to ask Oxford, uh, Oxford languages about the, the definition of happiness. It says happiness is in fact, the state of being happy. That fixes it. I got, yeah, I love thanks. that. One. That, that fixes it. <laughs> oh yeah. That's, that's great. Uh, yeah. And, and I don't know if, uh, if maybe it's okay to stop there and just say values are good because we say they are, uh, values are good because it helps others or makes us feel good. Uh, what do we P think? Possibly, um, possibly. But but I think it starts again, you know, again, I'm a foundational kind of guy. What does that mean, that thing that you mm -hmm. value? What, uh, With all due respect, and shut me off if you, if you feel uh, disrespected, what in your life right now, what is the most important thing? What would you, if, if you're willing to share that, what is the most important thing in your life? As a as a Christian, I'm obligated, but also called to say God, um, which okay. To... But, but but whoa 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 don't go beyond that, okay? Don't. I was gonna disclaimer. Don't... I was I was just hey no disclaimer in a good no, way. <laughs> no no no. God is the most important. God. Okay. Now let's define that. See, because yeah. again, in my in my workshops, my seminars, I'll ask people that there's part of an exercise that we do uh, what are what is the most important thing in your life and they say uh, all, almost a lot often they'll say family yeah fine fine i got that define that 
Yeah. Well, uh, uh, they can't because they, you know, it's to them. It's if 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 it's ambiguous to you as you're saying that it's important to you, then it doesn't really exist because you don't know what you're talking about. So yeah. God is the most important thing into you in your uh, in your life. Define that. What does that mean? This isn't a disclaimer. I think this is part of the definition, if you'll allow it. But one of the reasons that I chose God was in our conversation about values, it seems as though everyone will find some kind of religion. We either call it religious or we call it religiosity, which is something that's not tied. And religiosity is a new term. I learned it just a few years ago, but it's not tied to God, but it's tied to something else, but it's still treated religiously. Like maybe the highest point in your life is sports right now. And you treat that with, you know, you, you do everything you can to watch the next game. And really there's nothing else that you care about it in this particular example, that would be a religiosity of sports. And so to me, um, you know, I chose the, the Christian God, um, because it was compelling to me and I, I read and there were, you know, reasons that I could give, but, you know, somebody else might have a value in, in something else that, that, that they will find, but everybody, it's my opinion that everybody will find religion in something, you know? Well, um, and, and I, I'm going to disagree with you because okay. I, I think what you're describing more is spirituality. Which okay. is, is a, is, it can be different. As I tell people when we begin in, in my exercise, uh, it, it, religion is more specific than spirituality. Religion mm-hmm. is a doctrine by an organization of some sort, you know, Catholic, uh, Protestant, uh, whatever it is, uh, Lutheran, uh, 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 Baptist. They, they all have a liturgy. They all they all have rules that define how they practice their religion that i i think that there those rules really are intended to become or be spiritual but they're not always that way are, are you watching 1923 the the the, the harrison ford uh, show huh. No, not currently. Not, no. Oh, you you should, and I, I commend okay. everyone to watch. And I'm not sponsoring or anything, getting any money out of it. Uh, but it's a really good show, especially the the sections where they have because uh, it's like three stories going on at one time. There's Harrison Ford and Dame uh, what's her name, uh, great actress, uh, out on the ranch, and then there's Spencer, their nephew, who's out in Europe somewhere doing some real crazy stuff, kind of like a uh, uh, Indiana Jones kind of guy. And then there's the Native American uh, story, and the, the atrocities of what. And uh, as I was talking to Deb earlier at lunch, they're still going through that, being taken from the reservations to schools, to boarding schools, and being beat up, being uh, yeah. uh, killed, murdered, uh, all kinds of things. It's still happening, unfortunately. And um, you, you know, all because Deb, you know, she's trying to understand it, and uh, and she says, you know, but aren't they like these are religious people? Yes, and they're supposed to be, you know, uh, God fearing and doing the right thing and all that. Yes, but they're not, and that's so that's the truth. So uh, watch it because I think it will give you a different uh, a perspective. So yeah. he, let, let, let me as, and I, as I say all this, perspective is the key. As you say the word God. And you're a Christian, yeah. Uh, I have uh, a few, and I, and I don't want to sound parochial. Uh, I have some Jewish friends who yeah. they, they don't actually say the word God because it's not allowed. 
but they have it's G and I think there's an asterisk or something D hmm. that is God, but it's totally different. I don't want to say totally different, but it's, it's very different from the God that you probably would define. Uh, I have uh, friends who are Muslim. Mm -hmm. Their God is probably way different. Maybe I, and I don't know the, the, the religion enough to say this uh, with authority, uh, David, but, I, but it gives me the sense that that God is different than the one that you define, yeah. the one that my Jewish friends define. Uh, I'm I'm uh, uh, what you guys call Native American halfway. I think half of me or something like that. Yeah, I'm Yaki, and uh, the Native uh, tribes have a different, and that's more really I think more spiritual spiritual than it is religious. Hard to to explain, but nonetheless, so we have at least four different, way different definitions of what that thing that you say is most important to you. And mm -hmm. every person that lives in that culture may say the same thing. God is most important. God is most important. No, God is they most important. They mean different things. Totally yeah. different things. Totally. Totally, totally different things. Uh, same thing with family. Uh, again, a lot of people say family. Okay, define family. Yeah. Uh, probably, I'm going to say 75% of people say their nuclear family, my mom, my dad, my sisters, all that kind of stuff. You know, And some cultures will get bigger. And bigger mm -hmm. and some okay smaller and smaller uh, in uh, being an airman for 50 years my family is huge thousands and thousands of people but you know i have family everywhere there really um, literally is no place i can go in the country where i can't where i won't find people who call me brother and so yeah. is that family uh, which one which family are we talking about and especially if you're trying to affect them in some way can you affect thousands of people or can you affect three people better and that's, that's going to be hard to say. You know, the, we're going to think in numbers, well, duh, it's a lot harder to touch 80 people than it does three. Maybe, maybe not. It, mm -hmm. It's all relative. And uh, so anyway, I, I think uh, as we finish out the, 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 the episode today, we have to consider the number one thing, I guess number two. One is that values means what's most important. What's important? Not most, not yet. What's, what's <laughs> getting there? <laughs> yeah, we'll get there eventually, and then secondly, uh, what, what, whatever it is that you say is most important. How do you define that? If you can't define that, uh, quick one. I used to teach uh, this course with uh, with men that uh, we talked about values, and many times they would say, "Well, I want to be a good dad." Okay, mm -hmm. define that. Because that's yeah. different. You know, your dad treated you differently than my dad treated me. And there were some things that I got from my dad that were totally different than you did. So how do we define that? And that's not that we have to have one definition for all of us, or one unified definition. It can be different for each of us, and it should be different for each of us. But if you don't know what that is, then you don't know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. right? So. I guess that's their homework for our wonderful audience is to go home and try and figure out, do I know myself? Do I know my values? And if I can actually write something on paper, which is a task, I'm sure it's a big, big, big ask of you guys. But um, if you can do that, then maybe you can start to question. Yeah. And, and do, like we said, let's go back to the, the, uh, the lie. You can remember more than three things. I know you can. But think <laughs> about the three most important things in your life. What are they? Yeah. And not only just don't just list them, define them. What do they mean? Because if you don't, if you can't do that, then you can't go further until you figure that out. Well, life is the most important thing. Define that one. 
gosh, we'd be here forever. And maybe we yeah, can. I know. I started us off with God. That was a mistake. <laughs> Anyways. But I'm glad you did that because <laughs> you've you walked right into it. Oh, Dave, yeah, I, absolutely. I, now, the trap. I, I know what's most important to me right now. Okay. I won't say it because uh, it might be embarrassing. <laughs> but when you got to go, you got to go. I'll see you next week. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. Bye. Thank you for listening. We hope that there was something that you heard in this episode that will help empower you to become a better leader. A leader of character. If you'd like to connect with us, please email us at cloc at leadershipandforesight.org. Until next time, be great. This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight.